It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We welcome you to another episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us right here on LOWFT. Hey, guys, help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team, supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, Local businesses need our support, so let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses. And look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where you shop and how you shop matters. Visa everywhere you want to be, official partner of the National Football League. So we appreciate Visa being aboard with us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Let's get you the news of the day before we hear from Dwayne Haskins at the podium on Sunday evening after a 30-15 to loss to the Arizona Cardinals. The first up is Brandon Sheriff. He is not going to be lost, so says Ron Rivera, for the rest of the year. There's other reports from Ian Rappaport that say, Three to five weeks. Rivera said a couple of weeks, but he sounded tepid at that. So I would tend to believe uh, the three to five week range more than anything. Uh, We don't know what kind of grade MCL sprain it is, but I was able to confirm uh, just around the time that Rappaport came out with his. I was not able to get a timeline. I was thinking three to six weeks, uh, but three to five weeks okay whatever I mean that can be uh, obviously expanded but I didn't have that opportunity I was able to confirm uh, again right around the time that it was an MCL sprain by somebody who did not examine sheriff but somebody who just looked at it uh, and somebody who had heard through the grapevine uh, that it was an MCL sprain so there you have that it brings to question obviously what do you do When it comes to Brandon Sheriff moving forward, right? Say he misses on the low side three games. That's Cleveland this Sunday. A game I'll be at in Cleveland. That's the Baltimore Ravens at FedEx Field. That's Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. That's three weeks, right? I mean, I don't think we should reasonably expect him to be back for any of that. Maybe he comes back mid-October, Uh, for a road game against the New York Giants? Maybe. I mean, but, you know, that's four weeks in. That's right in the middle of the the window. Um, You know, maybe that's a little too aggressive. Maybe that's right on target. I'm not sure. I mean, everybody's a little bit different. Um, But I would say this. um, You know, if he just misses the three weeks, right? Look, these things happen. 
injuries happen, but you seriously have to consider, really consider, if you're the Washington football team and you're trying to make a long-term investment in Brandon Sheriff, how often he's been injured over the last now three seasons. I mean, he's played in 21 of his last 34 games, missing 13 games over two years, and now he's about to miss, you know, essentially three more at least. So if he misses the three more, that's a full season worth of games over two and one-third seasons. Again, football injuries happen. Injuries happen all the time. I got it. But there are some guys that are injury-prone, some guys who are just unlucky, some guys who, for whatever reason, their bodies are breaking down. We see all across the NFL, all of the injuries. Christian McCaffrey's never been hurt. He sprains an ankle, he's out four to six weeks. Nick Bosa, torn ACL. Solomon Thomas, torn ACL. Um, uh, Saquon Barkley, torn ACL. All over the place. Guys are injured left and right. And severely. So in the relative context, in the relative scope, um, you know, this is not that big of a deal in terms of big picture. Like, whew, you take a sigh of relief. But because this player has missed so much time over the last two seasons, and I, I'm sorry, if, if you guys don't think that, you know, missing 13 games is that big of a deal... Uh, out of 32, well, you know, we have different views. I can't make the kind of commitment that Brandon Sheriff is going to want me to make, is trying to get me to make, that his agent wants for a multi-time pro bowler, for a guy that, again, whether it's unlucky or whether it's just reality, I just can't do it. And I'm sorry, I feel bad about that. Here's the problem. Again, we're not talking about making a one-year commitment like Washington did with the fifth-year option and $15 million. Like, they're on the hook for that, and they made that commitment. There's a huge difference between making that commitment and paying $15 million and making a four- or five-year commitment moving forward and paying, you know, maybe guarantees of $60-plus million dollars um, depending on where the contract actually comes in, there's a huge difference, especially when you've already paid the $15 million guaranteed for this year. Like, if that $15 million for this year was rolled into basically the structure of the deal, a two- or three-year deal on top of that, maybe, 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 maybe I can live with that. The problem is, is it's not. It's not going to be. It's the same situation as like uh, when Brian Arakpo was the franchise tag player, when Kirk Cousins was the franchise tag player, and specifically with Kirk. Like Washington thought, oh, we'll give him the franchise tag, and then we'll just take that money, which was 20 and then $24 million, and we'll just roll it into a new offer and count that. No, it doesn't work that way. Agents are not that dumb. Players are not that dumb. Now, Brandon Sheriff may not have a, a, a lot of other choices because I don't know how many teams are just going to throw a boatload of Brinks truck worth of money 
add him considering the injury situation. And here's the other thing about Brandon Sheriff. You know, and I point this out all the time, and, you know, not many people argue with me, so maybe I'm right and, and they're right, you know, and, and people just are, I don't know. For a multi-time Pro Bowler, what did he made the Pro Bowl three times? He's, again, he's consistently good. I would say good is what he is. I don't think he's consistently great. I know he has flashes of greatness. He has moments of dominance. But he is not consistently great, in my opinion. He's not consistently dominant, in my opinion. Now, my opinion doesn't matter. It's what Ron Rivera and whoever the GM ultimately is going to be and whatever the organization thinks. And I'm sure they like a guy like Brandon Sheriff, who's, you know, a pretty hard worker and a good guy. He's never going to cause you a problem. He's, again, good to very good, depending on what play, depending on what game, depending on health, depending on a lot of things, right? And, and, and all of that is fair. And all of that is right. But how much do you pay for that? How much do you pay for that? That's my question. Like, I can't pay 45, 50, 55, 60 million dollars fully guaranteed on a long-term extension. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Now, if Brandon Sheriff wants to roll the dice and say, all right, give me another year so I can prove to you that I can stay healthy, at, you know, uh, $14 million, a little bit less than what it is this year. So essentially, it turned out to be a two-year, 29-ish million dollar deal. If he was willing to do that, then maybe I could say, well, perhaps. But I don't think he's willing to do that. I don't know for sure. I know he says he wants to be here. I know he says he's not worried about not being here, that he wants to be here. Great. I've heard that before a million times. He needs to show that. You can't say, I want to be here, I want to be here, I want to be here, and then say, well, I need $16 million a year on average and $60 million plus guaranteed in order to stay here. That's not the way it works. That's saying I want to be here, and that may be what you want, but the other part of it has to work too, right? Because that's the other part of it. That's the most important part of it. It's great that you want to be here, but you need to make the money work and you need to be fair to both sides. And I don't know how it's fair if I'm the Washington football team for me to think that I'm going to sign him to a four-year extension when he's missed as many games as he's had. Period. And then you throw on the fact that, again, he's not dominant in any reasonable opinion. I mean, you want to say he's dominant? I, I don't see it. Show me. More than three or four plays. I mean, that's why I, I see a lot of highlight videos. I've been watching Brandon Sheriff, you know, just about every snap for the last five years, including his final year at Iowa. Uh, he was not dominant at Iowa as a left tackle. He was drafted here supposedly as a right tackle. He was so unequipped to play right tackle, they moved him into inside the guard. And again, at guard, he's made the Pro Bowl. When was the last time the Washington football team slash Redskins had a dominant 
just downhill, straight ahead, blow you off the line of scrimmage running game. Consistent. Sometimes, yeah, but not consistent. Ever. Really. Consistent? Maybe in Adrian Peterson's first year? Maybe. Maybe. But even that wasn't consistent. That was highs and lows. Last year? No. This year? No. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a jerk, but, I, you know, we're talking about big money and big commitment and big salary cap space. I can't take that chance. So if I'm making this decision, I, I was already out before this. I'm even further out now. And I understand that that's a risk. I got it, that the offensive line is a weakness, and generally you don't want to take away one of your strengths. I understand. But... You're not trying to take away one of your strengths. You're trying to make the best decisions short and long-term for the football team. And I don't think long-term, Brandon Sheriff, um, you know, is a great in, invest, you know, in investment. I, I really don't. Uh, I mean, I just don't know how else to say it. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that he's not a good football player. That doesn't mean that he's not ideally somebody you'd like to have. But I'd like to have him at a year. You know, this year I felt okay, okay, even though the $15 million tag is high, I felt okay. I don't feel okay anymore. I don't feel okay anymore. And I certainly don't feel okay on a long-term level. All right, that is going to wrap up that opening port of our show. Coming up, we will tell you the six players, the Washington football team, working out. Plus, you'll hear from quarterback Dwayne Haskins. That's all coming up next right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us. All right, guys, rockauto.com is the place that you want to shop, right? Why go anywhere else? Why go to those big auto parts superstores when you can stay on your couch? Who doesn't like to stay on the couch, your recliner, your kitchen table, your phone, uh, in your car, at work, at home, wherever it might be, while you're watching hockey, while you're watching football, go to rockauto.com. They will take good care of you. Whatever you need for your car or your truck, whether you need vanity, whether you need major parts, a fuel pump, a water, uh, you know, tank thing. Uh, I don't even know what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. Water pump. That's what it is. Water pump. There you go. Um, Whatever you need for your car or truck, go to rockauto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com, and you go to their how did you hear about us section, please, 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 please tell them Locked On sent you because otherwise they won't know that you are a Locked On listener and that they're taking good care of you and they're connecting with you because that's what they want to do and that's what I want you to do. So write Locked On in there, how did you hear about us box. RockAuto.com, great low prices, awesome experience Get all the parts for your car or truck that you'll ever, ever need at rockauto.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. 
Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, I'm Chris Russell, right out to starting quarterback Dwayne Haskins after our week two loss against the Arizona Cardinals right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Probably just uh, from the start of the game, we were just trying to figure out how we wanted to attack the defense. Um, on film, we've seen a lot of cover three and cover four. And um, from the first snap of the game, it was mostly man coverage. So trying to figure out how we wanted to attack them. And uh, once we started figuring that out, we started moving the ball. Dwayne, quick question. In terms of the first half and second half discrepancies, what do you think it will take for you to start playing more or less like how you've been playing the second half and the first half of games? What do you think it'll take? Um, you know, I just make sure I do all I can throughout the week to make sure that I'm prepared for the game, and that's what I've been doing. Um, everything else is out of my control about how the game goes, so I can just do the best I can with what I have and my responsibility. And uh, that's what I've been doing each and every week. Um, right now, sure, it doesn't look good, but I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing, and um, that's what I'm working. So I'm um, trying to get the guys to, you know, get on the same page and understanding and, and new offense and new scheme and, you know, basically a whole new offense, a whole team under 25 on the offense. It's a whole building process. So the biggest thing is just coming to work every day with your lunch pail and uh, trying to get better and understand that um, it's the NFL. Every team is good. Every team is going to come after you with all they got. And, um, you know, Every game is going to be a fight to the end, so we're not going to just quit because we got one loss. It's only week two. How rough was it to how, how rough was it to lose Brandon Sheriff, and uh, what do you guys have to do to pick up that slack? Uh, it, was, it was definitely uh, devastating. Um, you know, me and Morgan were very upset. He's one of the leaders of our team, um, great player. Um, you know, somebody that uh, make up for that, and hopefully gets to come back soon. Uh, I don't know the severity of his injury, but I hope it's not that serious. Hey, hey, Dwayne, you'll obviously have a better feel for for, for the your performance once you watch the tape, but is there any one play or one throw that's kind of running through your mind now um, after the game? Uh, if there's one throw, um, I wouldn't say there's a specific throw or play. Um, I'm sure there have been times where we wish we could have converted on third or, you know, hope we could hit the deep auditory, but um, you can't live can't live into that, um, oh, I wish you made this play or I wish you made that play. Uh, it's about making the plays when you have the opportunity to make them, and we didn't. And um, we have to learn how to capitalize on the mistakes of the defense every single time we do it. And, um, you know, it's just growth. Um, you know, me and Terry uh, had a great conversation after the game about how we, um, you know, wanted to handle things. And uh, we just have to continue to understand that, um, you know, this is a process and that um, we want to win and we're not going to quit at all. But um, we have to trust in each other, trust into the scheme, trust into uh, what we're doing, and uh, play collective football. And uh, we didn't today. That's what was all into it now. Dwayne, what was that conversation with uh, Terry like? What did you, you guys talk about? I just talked about, um, you know, certain things, um, how to attack Patrick Peterson, and um, really just, you know, me and Terry want to be staples of the offense. So uh, trying to find ways to get him the ball when we can move the ball early on and, um, you know, voicing that, and he definitely does a great job of getting open and um, understanding a situational football and, um, you know, definitely going to Terry throughout the game helped us out. When the coaches make decisions, like they kick the field goal, uh, you know, instead of going for the touchdown on, uh, late, you know, in the, in the red zone, and then, you know, not using those timeouts late, you know, when, the, when they make decisions that, that, you know, they want to get points on the board uh, and, and maybe not get anyone hurt instead of, hey, let's win this game right now, like how does that, how does that feel as a, as a player? Uh, it's just out of my control. And um, the biggest thing I could do 
is um, <clears throat> just trying to keep the guys into the game, keeping the guys upbeat, um, being a positive influence on the field uh, despite what's going on on the field, and um, this, and you know, and trying to find you know that 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 happy medium of um, you know guys being frustrated wanting to win, and then guys you know finding ways to win, and you know there's things that coaches do, and that's what the coach wants to do, and we trust in the coach, and that's the you know the process of you know playing on a football team. You can't make all decisions by yourself. So um, that's just something we will continue to learn and grow from and knowing that coaches have the decisions because they're the coaches. Dwayne, it looked like you were finding your rhythm a little bit more in the fourth quarter. What changed, do you think? I mean, did you just feel more comfortable or was something else going on? Uh, we just kind of got on the ball. Um, quick tempo, uh, you know, quick game, passing, um, trying to figure out ways to get meshes and slants and getting Terry a one-on-one coverage and you know once it turned into this is a chess game we're going to play man coverage you have to call plays to get certain guys open and uh, we started figuring that out as the game went on um, with different motions different route concepts um, one route looked the same as another route in order to get a guy open and um, the biggest thing is just trusting it um, you know trusting the guys and definitely I trust in Terry he made a great made some great plays today and um, just trying to build from the good plays and let go of the bad ones Hey, Dwayne, were, were they doing anything early to take Terry away or to just take a little bit of time to get into rhythm to get to him? Yeah, we were just expecting cover three and cover four. Um, so when we did get man coverage, not that it wasn't a surprise, but we weren't um, expecting that really to third down. And um, once we got that, <clears throat> got adjusted to that, where it got to a point where we looked, got to the ball and their man-to-man coverage um, matchups and uh basically asking you to, to beat us and we, we didn't and um, you know we can't let another team do that again where they think they can outman us looking back on on the um, the early fumble there right around the 10 yard line I mean obviously that's a major turning point is there anything like without watching the tape that you feel maybe you should have done differently could have done differently or is that just what happens I couldn't really do much at all to be honest with you watched, went over that play multiple times in my head um, watched the live cloud clips watch the um surface clips and you know sometimes you get defense has good plays and uh they matched up pretty well um Chandler Jones you know made a hell of a play on the bar I don't know how it happened um you know um but you know it just happens they're, they have their good players too all right so that is Washington football team quarterback Dwayne Haskins joining us here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast thanks to Washington football and washingtonfootball.com also Sam Fortier of the Washington Post for helping out with that particular audio Appreciate all of that. All right. Ron Rivera was not with the team flying back and forth to Arizona. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we'll tell you about the six players Rivera and the Washington football team worked out as we close up shop right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Guys, I'm Chris Russell for our friends at Built Bar. We keep telling you about Built Bar and how they are back and better than ever. That's right. Mike and Mike used to say they were back and better than ever. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. That's Built Bar. They are back, baby. Six new flavors, 18 total nut and non-nut flavors. Sometimes you feel like a nut, right? Caramel brownie, cookies and cream. They have cherry barcia. Lemon Almond Cheesecake, whatever you want. Those are just some of the new flavors. And they have their 12 original uh, wonderful flavors. Uh, Again, I tell you all the time, my favorite, the Peanut Butter Brownie. I've tried the Mint Brownie, Salted Caramel. Who doesn't love a little salted caramel in their life? You can get 
those 12 original flavors plus the six new flavors and each bar is covered in 100% chocolate guys soft easy to chew think about a milky way consistency um only a lot healthier and a lot better for you that's right because built bars are low in calories low in sugar low in net carbs high in protein and awesome for a meal replacement or a snack in between while you're driving instead of doing something bad for your body do a built bar go to builtbar.com right now and use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order use the promo code locked on for ten dollars off at builtbar.com if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with this. Ron Rivera told us a story on Monday afternoon that I wasn't aware of, that Ron did not fly with the team on Friday evening to uh, Glendale, Arizona, to the Phoenix area. Uh, the team went in early, of course, as most, uh, if not all, East Coast teams would to a West Coast and vice versa. Uh, So we didn't know this, but Ron apparently had a treatment Saturday morning and his doctors and whether I don't know if this was Dr. Casalero, the primary physician uh, for Washington. uh, We basically that, um, you you know, they, they advised him that he would be better off spending less time in Arizona. And I think that's because Arizona's got a higher concentration of COVID cases. I'm not sure. Uh, But basically, again, they had a treatment on Saturday morning. Ron then flew to meet the team and to have meetings and stuff Saturday evening um, by flying on one of Dan Snyder's plane. I was, that's what I thought. I was able to confirm that through a team source. He did use one of Dan Snyder's planes. Now, you may have forgotten this because it broke Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon, like right as the early games were starting, that Dan and Tanya Snyder did not fly and did not attend the game because they had come in contact with somebody who had tested positive for the coronavirus, even though they and their family, their kids, all tested negative, at least over the weekend, by a statement from Dr. Anthony Casalero, uh, again, the chief uh, doctor, internist, whatever he is, uh, for the Washington football team. Um, So Ron took one of Dan's planes, I was told, and Ron said, you know, going there out. I mean, obviously you stay away from as many people as you possibly can. Uh, I'm sure there was, you know, of course the pilot, maybe the assistant pilot, maybe one other person, maybe his wife. I don't know exactly how that worked. Uh, But the bottom line is, is then after the game Sunday evening, now remember they're three hours behind. So as they leave Arizona, Ron's able to get up in the air quicker than the team charter, which has got to load all the equipment, load all the people, load uh, you know all of this stuff, uh, and and maybe you know go out of a busier part of the airport, as opposed to Ron who privately flies in and out. And they said that they had a bed set up for him. He was able to lay down, and he said, "I slept the whole way." 
So he was able to sleep. I don't know what time he got back. Obviously, they get him back over to the facility, and I'm not sure if he went home at that point, got a couple more hours of sleep, but either way, you know, look, you're fighting cancer. Your body's tired. You need sleep. You cannot be a machine. You cannot go without sleep. He needed rest. And it was really good that they were able to have that option and he was able to continue to do as they're going to have to do special things like that. So I don't know what they're going to do for, you know, Cleveland. That's a much shorter trip, but that's really good uh, to see that uh, they're being smart and, um, you know, they're 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 taking, you know, good care of Ron Rivera. And it's obviously the right thing for Dan Snyder uh, to do. All right. One last thing before we let you out of here, right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, the team worked out six, six players, according to the NFL Transaction Wire on Monday. Now, last week, the Transaction Wire was a little bit ahead of time. They actually worked them out later than what they said. So we don't know if these players actually worked out or not, or if the NFL is just listing them for protocol and procedure. That may be the case, again, with COVID testing. Uh, it is... Um it seems to be that they get reported when they arrive for COVID testing. So according to Albert Breer, who released the NFL Active Tracker Visits Player Workout Tractor that is not publicly available, the Washington football team worked out running back Tyler Gaffney, who is a draft pick of... You guessed it, Ron Rivera and the Carolina Panthers back in 2014, long time ago. Sixth-round pick. He bounced around with New England and other teams since then. They worked out guard Jeremy Vujnovic, who you may remember was signed to the team over the offseason and then let go in August. They worked out running back Demaria Crockett, who was last in like training camp with the Green Bay Packers. Tackle Brandon Hintner, Hintner, um, also linebacker Justin Phillips and running back William Stanback, who I believe last was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, you might say, well, wait a second. Running back Tyler Gaffney, running back to Maria Crockett, running back William Stanback. That's the first thing that runs through my mind is three running backs. Now, are you just looking for depth or is something perhaps wrong with either Bryce Love, where he's not making the progress you thought, or... Did something happen to one of the other guys? Remember, Peyton Barber only had one snap on Sunday. So did something happen that we don't know about? So that could be a factor here. We're going to have to ask Ron Rivera about that when we get an opportunity on Wednesday. So that's the story with that. That's the news of the day. Plus, you heard from Dwayne Haskins right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thanks to Visa. Thanks to Built Bar. Thanks to rockauto.com. Thanks to you for listening and downloading. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.